to Like A Real Book Club where we talk about books and just about everything else. I'm Jerrine. I'm Christina. And I'm Ashley. So just before we got on, we are talking about books and movies. And the ones that we liked, the ones that we didn't like, the ones that were super popular. And I'm just going to... Actually, before we jump into it, have you guys started this one's book? I have not. No, I haven't. Franny? Yeah. Uh, no. I'm excited to go. I plan to buy it. Um, tomorrow Where? Saturday? Is no, it I'm still? Oh, okay. But you know, broke life. Yeah, I kept avoiding going to Kingston Bookshop. Well, not avoiding, mm-hmm. but just... I just waited too long. And then now they're all sold out. Thanks, then... You're welcome, Kingston Bookshop. <laughs> Actually, no. Because <laughs> when we want a book, we can't get it. I hope... The fact that it sold off so quickly gives them some indicator that this book is in demand and just generally that there are readers out there who are interested in things once they are stimulated to get these books and they have some inkling. I mean, how have you been finding it so far? What do you mean? The, the book? book? Oh, I'm finished. So the book... <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at me like Nobody's surprised. <laughs> um, actually, I read it pretty... I think I read it pretty slowly um, at first, and then I finished it. Uh, I think I read like probably a third way through, and then I finished the rest in one go, and mm-hmm. it was really good. It is so well written, just What's the very genre? poetic. The genre is very interesting to me. It's gothic, gothic romance, historical fiction. <laughs> um, so the last gothic book I read would have been either something. It's been poetry by Edgar Allan Poe or probably Frankenstein, mm. and I would have read that very early in high school. Just given me some context for what Gothic literature means. Ah, yeah, it's it's yes, not a very popular. That, that's <laughs> understandable. It's not a very popular genre, mm. and it hasn't gotten a lot of attention in, I guess, the the new mainstream. age, new age mainstream bookstagram mm. world. Yeah. So I found it very interesting that. She she decided to write that genre, and it and it's your first book, right? Yeah, I've started the love. Ah, so the love is also somewhere in that realm. I've heard about Beloved, and it sounds like a horror. Yeah, so it's not quite horror in a scary Mm. sense, but it's horror. It's like um spiritual, supernatural, supernatural, dark, ghost. When you guys read it, I think you'll understand. No, okay. I, 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 well, I started reading it too. Um, I probably I'm like a third of the way in, and then I mm-hmm. stopped because I. So I think Toni Morrison takes time. Yeah, <laughs> for oh. me generally. For me too. Reading her, I feel like you have to really have some patience and sit down and take in what she's saying. She's an amazing writer, but I think her writing is complex. For me. Why if Christina said that? <laughs> I mean, it's not like something where you can just feel like just read through. Yeah, it's not yeah, a it's, it's Yeah, not it's not something where you just sit on, where you just feel like one day. Yeah, I think yeah, just read this you, you need to be very intentional about yeah. in that book or her book. Because I feel like you'll miss some things. Like I was reading Bluest Eye. Um, oh, I love that book. Like I was, I usually, I usually read it on my way home when I was doing an internship a couple of years ago, and I missed so much because I feel like. The distraction of yeah. being on the bus and everything mm. else happening, I feel like I just could not consume it as much. Right. So I, I'm definitely gonna reread the West Eye. Yeah. 
I guess I get, I get what you're saying. I, I would have read Toni Morrison at a, a less stressful period in my life. Um, so like I didn't have nothing to do. You go to school and you come home and you, you do your chores, homework, and you just read. So that's when I would have read Toni Morrison. So I had the, the, the concentration mm-hmm. to just be like, yeah, I'm not doing anything else. I don't have to think about anything else. There is no deadline. Like, no, you just read it. Um, but I agree 110%. You need the concentration. It's mm-hmm. She's one of those writers you read over and over. Yes. And then you go, oh shit, that was This is what that. she meant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I bring up Beloved because it is in the realm of gothic. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bit more horror, but gothic is very much, I don't know how to describe it. It's more like taking very dark themes and mm-hmm. very dark, complex themes that a lot of people would normally shy away from and or just one brush all and making it. I guess a bit of adding a bit of realism. I know that I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking pet kind of borderlines mm. a gothic, but a gothic that's that's, that's appropriate right. for teenagers mm-hmm. because the questions of what is a monster and uh, justice and who really mm-hmm. are, like that. Mm-hmm. There's certain elements of it that feel a bit gothic to me, but like a cat a witch too. Would you classify that? Or not? not so much. It, it's so weird mm-hmm. how hard it is for me to describe what gothic oh, is. Because I was about to mention Kindred and ask you if that would be classified as gothic. Yeah. Gothic horror. Gothic horror. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm reading Kindred now and it's a very interesting story that Octavia Butler has going on here. <laughs> but she's, she's that type of author though. Yeah. She, 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 she writes. <laughs> mainly writes and like, Horror, sci-fi, sci-fi, sci-fi. Yeah. Sci-fi, sci-fi. yeah. It's actually interesting to me. Like, I'm I'm trying not to read a lot of American canons, mm-hmm. but it's interesting to me. Like Toni Morrison and Octavia Butler. A lot of people know them, but a lot of people don't read them. It's, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. a, a decorative bookshelf. I think so too. <laughs> I think so too. Maybe we should pick one of their um, books at some point to read. Like. Again, reading Kindred, and I'm thinking, how the hell do you think of transporting a black woman to antebellum South America? <laughs> who? Who? Why? Why? Like, p- literally putting her in a space where she could die. So, um... But black women were there. Black women were there, but it was it, it's just an interesting <laughs> concept to me. Um, a new age woman being transported to um, the period of enslavement. So I'm excited to see how she does that, but I'm also So you're reading that? No. Yeah. I, I think I'm Johnny Langton is going to be a good yeah. follow-up to her because yeah. it's, it's very much a... Well, it's she's a Jamaican slave, mm-hmm. Montego Bay, and it would have been 19th century. And to me, it's actually the first, is it? Possibly one of the first pieces of fiction that mm-hmm. I've read based in the 19th century that would have black people in it. Mm. And, and it not took me a while. It took me a while to realize <laughs> this because when she goes to England, it occurs to me that this would have been uh, probably a few years after Jane Austen's books mm. would have happened mm-hmm. in terms of that world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Jane Austen just does not mention that the Most of the wealth in the UK came from sugar <laughs> or slavery. And, but it, it's interesting just to me as well because the way Sarah Collins writes it is that 
a lot of people didn't necessarily think about where mm -hmm. a lot of their wealth comes from, where a lot of their food comes from, mm -hmm. because you're not aware of it. Yeah. Because now we yeah. aren't aware of where mm -hmm. a lot of our food comes from, or the labor clothes. Or clothes. But I think we're becoming a little bit more aware of our clothing since yeah. um, there's the been. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, not just the internet, but there's been a greater call for sustainability. Um, sustainability and yeah. the, the um, implications of fast fashion. Yeah. Um, so I think, and just being like, I think more like conscious people, conscious yeah, people are getting a little bit more educated. I don't know if that actually is being practiced. And yeah, I think you know about the thing, but then you feel yeah. bad when you on Forever Twenty One or she, and you're just like, okay, well, I know that this I've was made in a shop. I made the decision to try my best to not buy any clothing from. Uh, yeah, personally, from I do that too. Um, it's really difficult when you see. Some, something for their cheap. <laughs> some some seventy percent off sale. Unsubscribe from everything. Ooh. Well, yeah. I don't know. My pocket made that decision for me. Mm. I'm just unsubscribe. I mean, I don't time. typically. I don't typically um, jump whenever I get those emails. But there are times when, especially I'm in a depressing episode, uh, pick me up is to go window shopping. Retail therapy. <laughs> And it gives you that rush, but I don't usually purchase, yeah. but this no, is, I'm making the conscious. This is actually quite interesting to me because I've read the book so much and you guys have discussions that parallel what <laughs> in the book. Because there are lots of people that, obviously, so one of the main characters in it, she you is... Dare spoil it. No, you can't it. spoil it. Wait, weren't you trying to spoil a book for us the last time? Right? No, I asked Ashley Fair if you could spoil it. And she right. said yes. Alright, let me think about it. You can so there are characters time. in the book that, of course, think slavery is terrible. Mm -hmm. But that does not stop them from mixing their tea with sugar. Or, mm -hmm. or that doesn't stop them from from using the money that they make or they, they're not saying okay I'll stop yeah like they won't this. inconvenience themselves because they think this but thing is they bad. will go to the, the protest or the dis mm -hmm. not even the protest they weren't protests the lectures yeah mm -hmm. that would happen on these discussions and then they would say bravo at whosoever is speaking to end these and they would have these yeah. enlightening conversations among themselves so long story short we're all hypocrites <laughs> no I don't know if we're all hypocrites I think it's just a bit more nuanced and complex yeah than, yeah uh, than a hard fast, hard and fast. um but also at the same time it, it's just showing that there are lots of systems that there are lots of oppression that, that is rep representing mm -hmm. different systems and also these systems tend to be a lot more complicated than now we think than we want to mm -hmm. believe that they are and a lot of the times if we look at history we've been here before yeah in different yeah. stages there's nothing new under the sun yeah, um, I just keep thinking of going back to like sweatshops and fast fashion and uh, thinking about the stories of uh, the people who would be working in those mm -hmm. that, that industry and uh, I I mean it is modern day slavery a lot of people have called it that and uh, you're so removed from it mm -hmm. and then the things are just so cute and they're 70% off and you're just like okay well so if you were in England in the 19th century buying a Danish, are you thinking, probably, oh, this probably. Day, I don't know if they have Danish, well, yeah. the Danishes aren't very crumpets. Danish. <laughs> crumpets. Or you're mixing your tea, or you're making pies, yeah, or oh, something. Yeah. Those poor slaves. 
You probably don't even know. Could you pass me some more sugar, please? <laughs> That accent, no. Let's talk about that accent, Christina. It was a poor man's English I'm accent. Really looking forward to you guys reading this book, especially because of, well, for me, what's exciting, and I'm hoping other people find it exciting, is the notes at the back of the book where she references a lot of the research that she would have done for it. I actually was was um, gonna ask. Or, well, I was interested in her research process because I imagine that she would have had to do a lot of research to write um, a Jamaican historical fiction. I can't, I don't know if there's any that exists. Do you? Of historical fiction based in Jamaica. Yeah, there are a few. None's coming to mind right now. I'm like looking over my bookshelf, like I'm sure there are a few. Um, Is she. Um, Jamaican or diaspora? She, diaspora. Okay. She, uh, I believe I've read that she's also has Cayman Island heritage, okay. but in the book she refers to her Jamaican grandparents and parents who would have gone there. Okay. If I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, but so she would she would have traveled here to do research, or you know? I don't know. To be honest, there aren't a lot of interviews with her. And okay annoys me when I finished the book because there was just so much you could tell that there was a lot that went into that book um not just from also she's a lawyer oh like hard pause on the fact that she did that much (laughs) research and in her free time she writes what I mean maybe maybe that that lends to her research everyone yeah that's true everyone I've spoken to who's read it so far and quite a few people who've messaged the page who said that they finished it said that they couldn't stop highlighting quotes from the book book. it was just so poetic how it was written so I'm just like on top of that level of just skills of writing something that's that's poetic and beautiful to read there's a hard amount of research that went into it yeah and you're loyal (laughs) Honestly, and I can hardly find any interviews. I've seen a few interviews of her. I've seen one where she talks about the research that she's done, and it wasn't an in-depth interview. And I think it's such an injustice that this book hasn't gotten more attention. You need somebody good to interview her. Someone brilliant to interview her, to be quite honest. How did you find out about the book? Uh, it's been quite popular on. It's been popular in the UK ish. I've seen yeah. it over Bookstagram since maybe oh. last year. Yeah, it came out. Oh, I, I think spring. Spring. Spring last year. Yeah, it's yeah. been out for a little while. It's been out for a while, mm-hmm. and I saw it a lot on UK Bookstagram. But what I found weird was that I kept on seeing people posting about it, as in, but not really talking, talking about, about it. it. And I think that's a bookstagram culture thing. Really. Yeah, you just don't have the pretty pictures. So but then I mean, isn't that like a big up Akila that have her yeah. fifteen paragraph captions? Her reviews are excellent. Amazing. Um, but she's an amazing writer. She as well. is. So. When when are you gonna write that book, sis? So yeah, I think she does poetry. I don't think she does books. I want I an ask. entire book. I feel like, uh, but Instagram really isn't naturally the place that you post mm-hmm. a lot of reviews. But yeah. I think it's very much become. Yeah, it's more like a, yeah, it's more like a. Here are the most popular books right now. Um, maybe to get people excited for it, you know, it's just like influencers, I think. So beauty influencers, very much. Well, yeah. So all the shows, beauty influencers who 
Yeah. Here's this um thing that I use in I my feel hair. Like we are going but to isn't it the same? Isn't Oops. it the same thing like when you go and you buy a book but you have ten books that you still haven't read but you wanted this book so you're just gonna add it to your bookshelf? Isn't that the same thing? Um, I'm not sure about your parallels. Like right? yeah, in terms of. Uh, um, when they're just posing with the book and not actually reviewing the book or talking about the book. You know how when you're, you have, already have like a pile of books that are Keep them chain, let's go. <laughs> I'm that way too. I'm out here buying books that no, I have no, no, no business buying because I'm not, I have that. not read we the five or ten books. That. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I think my it's thing the same. though well, is, it's, I think it's different. How is it For different? me, it's different because I've seen a lot and... I've seen a lot of books that have been sent by publishers to mm-hmm. let's call them bookstagram influencers, myself included. Um, Ooh, humble brag. <laughs> as in through the book club, a lot of publishers mm-hmm. would reach out to say, "Oh, uh, but you post the book, but you haven't read it." Yeah, and that's it. So, and it gets a lot of hype, and because you have a reputation for reading a lot of books or mm-hmm. reading certain types of books. There's an assumption that goes with, well, this book must be good or so something like yeah, that. That's where it's different. Um, and a lot of people will buy into the book and then publish this money. And then a few months later, the bookstagrammer may read and go, oh, wait, it wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. But then other people would have read it as yeah. well. And I think it's one of those things where it, it's, just you need to, to also to be first yeah. to do it. You need it's, to be the one that said, I got this arc first. I got mm-hmm. it months before. And... You need to be in the hype of mm-hmm. it. So, you if this book came out ten years ago, it's not necessarily the most bookstagram thing that's there. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of weird to me because it, it makes me not necessarily. I don't know. I think I'm actually quite repulsed by a lot of popular books sometimes. And sometimes I like to. I think a few people said that book club last time where they like to wait until the hype dies down. Yeah, there yeah. was this particular girl. I don't. I didn't get her name, but she uh, was just like anti-hype. She just finished Here Comes the Sun. She loved it. But she just, <laughs> no, I feel her on it because yeah. again, um, the types of people who post um, those really new books, and they're usually really, really. Like just that don't fresh, come out yet. fresh off of the printer books <laughs> and because they have a certain amount of following or a certain amount of influence on Instagram that's the reason they post them it's, so it's not necessarily oh I just bought the, this new book to add to my library it's not necessarily coming from that place it's a I bought these books. These are the in books right now, and so you read it. And these, you realize, <laughs> and it, it makes sense because again, I can't remember, but I know that there was one book that was really popular on Bookstagram. And Black there it is. Um, ever like people who are in who are considered Bookstagrammers um, love it. Found it mind blowing, found it very new, different, fresh because clearly they never read nothing else. Um, and then upon reading it, it's like okay, not getting the 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 hype. So I definitely get why Candice would wait until the hype of a book dies down so that one, it doesn't influence how you read the book, but also two, you can realize that some of them are liars. I remember after I got that arc 
Um, I tweeted that I don't trust anybody on Bookstagram anymore. <laughs> and the whole army can just fuck off because what the heck yeah. there were way too many five star reviews for that and so many i just so did not many. i didn't see it um but at the same time maybe people just genuinely did enjoy the book and that's fine but i i know a lot of the hype especially when you're certain books that are that i just decided no i don't longer trust you anymore because just based on how you're talking about book you haven't actually read it mm -hmm. so it's 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 there's subsections of Instagram that just has an influencer vibe. Mm -hmm. Bookstagram is no different. Mm -hmm. um, but I really appreciate the community. Obviously, I benefit from the Bookstagram community through the book club. And um, there are some really good Bookstagrammers on there. Some they're amazing Bookstagrammers. Really great ones. Yeah, um, just like any influencer community, yeah, there are some exactly. amazing ones. Some really Color Kit UK. I don't know Color that one. one. She's smaller. She's like yeah. I'm not shouting out Akira. <laughs> What's her handle? Her name is Color Lit. Oh, okay. Makila. Amazing. Um, Akila is, if this is Paradise, is that Akila? Mm -hmm. I, don't know. Oh, I think that's it. There's two, two treads up in Canada, Jamaican Canadian, who's amazing. And I'm seeing a lot more Caribbean people popping up as well. Yeah, I really love that. Yeah. Someone who, she's from Trinidad, she's in Boston now, joined the book club meeting on Sunday and it was just amazing to see just more Caribbean connections happening through the book club. So obviously, yeah, the, the book club could have remained offline, but you didn't have that reach. And Bookstagram mm -hmm. and the whole culture that surrounds mm -hmm. it helps that. Um, mm -hmm. For me, it's just... I think for now I'm just going to stick to posting what books we're reading for the month unless it's it's a Jamaican writer that I stand and I'm just I think the only book I requested last year was Patsy. Because you know what's weird about Bookstagram? Um, and it's definitely not the Bookstagrammer's fault necessarily but Bookstagram can sometimes make you feel like you're failing at reading people, <laughs> people out here reading five people books People out here having 50 books reading in one month and no, you said we get the time we no I'm obviously <laughs> hyperbolic but just 13 <laughs> oh my god guys I only read 10 books this month I'm, I'm such a failure so oh, I just can't it makes you feel like a, and it also it also makes you feel like you're not tapped in too much into the book world you don't know the latest releases and I'm just like, oh, this is so exhausting. I just want to read books when I think look nice. But I think also that's just a lot of subjecting. It is. It is. And I said that. I don't at all think that it's their fault or it's something that they're doing. It's just the external looking at it. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, I read super slowly. And so whenever people... And they love you anyways. <laughs> I appreciate that so much. But when I see people posting how them done how much book in one month, I'm just like, big up yourself. <laughs> big up you because that is I'm never can't relate. Yeah, I'm never I don't think I'll ever be somebody who can read five novels in a month. And that's fine. That's just not me. As someone who reads a lot in a month. I honestly don't think about how many books other people are reading, um, but I've been told, because uh, 
this year I didn't do it last year and I regret not doing it last year because uh, I like for personal reasons seeing the thread of books that I've read I didn't do it last year this year I decided to start tell my pin to tweet just with the books that I read for the year and when I posted it I saw a lot of sub tweets not a lot Nobody's talking about books like that. A few sub tweets about people boasting about the books that they read. Okay. And how the people. Oh, I follow a lot of people. So I don't see. Oh, talk to people. Um, talk to you guys. <laughs> but, but it, as in, oh, you're boasting and oh, you're not reading the books properly and blah 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 blah. And it's just kind of. Wait, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's know. that projection. But I think also it is projecting because. For yeah. me, also, I don't think I read as many books as a lot of people I quote-unquote know from Instagram mm -hmm. who are able to finish 15, 20 books in a month. And at the same time, it's just knowing that I'm going to read what I like. Mm -hmm. And if it is that I read quickly, that's fine. If it is that I read slowly, that's fine. There are months that go by and I don't read anything. There are months that go by and I'll end up reading 20 books. It, it's literally do what you like, only read what you like. If you're yeah. reading a book that you don't like, just stop. Put it down. I've stopped reading book reading books, books that I don't like. <laughs> you know, I, think, I think a lot of people carry that um, that guilt. Mm -hmm. I was talking to somebody recently mm -hmm. and they were like, yeah, I, if I start a book, I have to finish it. I don't mm -hmm. put down a book if I don't like it. I, I, I think we used put, to we be like so that. Much on and reading. So, yes. Um, if if you're like not a reader... If you're not a particular kind of reader, I think we as not we, but I think there's a general association with being a reader and being intelligent. So if you don't read a lot, if you don't suffer through, especially books that are considered classics or oh, good books that are considered great books are really popular, if you're not able to push through them, if you're not able to read them, if you're not able to read 20 books, you're, you feel bad. you're not as intelligent. Um, I mean, it's I a know, weird... but then I know a lot of unintelligent people that read a lot. There's also so, <laughs> really that, but it's, not it's a weird, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing that happens, <laughs> and I think no, no, no. Yeah. They'll read novels. They'll read anything, they and read it's just not intelligent people. Politics are just awful. No, no, no. I think their ability to reason is not <laughs> there. Like I think yes, there's a strong correlation, but no, mm -hmm. it. And I meet intelligent people that don't read very The conclusion so, is read where you want, when you want. Thank you. <laughs> read where you feel like, yellow your choice. Yellow your choice. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly. Anything you want to read, read. One of the things Cartel has said. <laughs> read it. Do it. Take 10 months to read one book. If you're that ready. is so affirming. So when I finish yeah. um, January's book in December, y'all don't come at me, okay? I'm joking. No, that's fine. Who is going to? I think I've literally come to book club meetings and I'd be like, I couldn't finish it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I hope to God someone else did because they can be on a conversation. And if not, it ends up it like this where we're not talking about the topic that we <laughs> said we book have. And that's fine. Uh, yeah. Um... I think, uh, I don't know what it is. I think, okay, so, I love the, that we've moved into, like, the audio book version of things, mm -hmm. because that makes it so much easier for me to consume yeah. literary content, because uh, my attention span, sitting down and reading a book, 
like I either fall asleep sometimes or I'm rereading the same line over and over. And maybe I need to get checked out for dyslexia or for some something, but like it's just uh, it's hard for me to sit down and read a book. Not to say that I've never read an entire book and whatever, but like it's so much easier to listen to a book and just uh, my mind goes not wrong. A lot of people say that it's hard for them to focus. But like if I'm doing an activity, like I'm cleaning my room or if I'm driving or washing up the dishes, it's super easy for me to just listen to a, mm-hmm. an audiobook or a podcast because I'm not really focusing on anything. So that has been a saving grace for me. And I was very grateful to have listened to the um, January Girl mm-hmm. Woman Other because that was just... <laughs> great and I just that's the same energy I'd like to keep I mean for well not saying that I'll never read a book again reiterating that point but it it's I prefer audiobooks for sure you know girl woman other should be turned into yes a mini series yes or a limited series I wouldn't be surprised if someone does something like that yeah one of the points of audiobooks um there's always this debate that comes up with people in terms of is, is it really listening to audiobooks is yeah really? and I'm like it's thank you <laughs> honestly <laughs> you're not the only one who needs to read Karen if you're listening to this blind Karen, people <laughs> are very much a part of the reading community yep. and it helps but beyond that studies show <laughs> that it activates the same parts of your brain as actually reading mm. and you're right so girl woman other was great because i could switch between reading the physical book and then listening to the yeah. book while mm. i was doing laundry yeah. and cleaning and the voice actor for girl woman other was amazing yeah i i at some point was wondering if they used like two or different actors because just the rhythm and everything changed and the actor was so in tune with how it was written so sometimes i would go back and listen to some of the things that we read yeah, Boomy's story was amazing to read and then to listen, listen to the book. Boomy. <laughs> Yo. It was great to read it and then to hear an interpretation of mm-hmm. it, which was incredible. And I Yeah, I think that's the best of both worlds. Yes. To be able to read it but then to listen to it and be like, Oh, so that's how they were saying that in that tone and in that way. Or and just you know, how the actor interpreted it. What's yeah, interesting yeah. about this conversation? <laughs> And the topic, so it's not me trying to segue, but it's still interesting in that we have a different. Is it a segue? No, no, no. no. Oh. oh. Um. As readers, the general sentiment from readers is that we don't usually like watching movies that um, are adapted from books. Um, for some reason, the texture that you'd expect. So, in the same way that um, you've expressed how. The audio for Girl Woman Other added something to it, the rhythm and the change of voice, and it added a whole other layer to the story. Yeah. I think there's a general sentiment that movies or TV series don't capture that as well. Well, let me not say TV series, because I think TV series have had a better reputation in... Interpreting. Doing, yeah, in interpreting them. Not saying that I have that opinion, but just I think in general, general seeing that oh, yeah. 
television series have captured metal. The books are always metal. metal. It's like the tagline for yeah. a lot of readers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And honestly, <laughs> the books are probably going to be better because on average, how long do people, if you're supposed to, most audiobooks, I'll just go with mm-hmm. audiobooks. Audiobooks are seven to eight, ten hours, like mm-hmm. typical novel size. A movie's max two hours, like yeah. average. The experience of reading a book, spending 10 hours, <laughs> and if you read slow, 12, 13, fast, go 6, 7 hours, versus watching a movie, it's not going to be the same experience. It's, it's also an adaptation, an interpretation, and mm-hmm. a version of the book that you've read. So I absolutely hate when people, and this was something that I grew into because at first I, I was very much that person who wanted same. to see the exact same, same. thing that I read. on screen which is ridiculous like read the book instead if you want that this is an interpretation of it this is an adaptation of it this is another artist looking at work and saying this is how i feel about it and then it's as you mentioned a movie is um an hour and 30 to two hours it will not capture all the details in a book a book will intentionally describe everything about a setting, about a person, down to the smallest detail. Um, a movie won't necessarily capture that. It won't capture the essence of what you got from the book in that movie. And it's, all, it's also subjective. When we have book club meetings and we've all read the same exact book, we come to the meeting with 10 different interpretations Yo, of so maybe one chap of one chapter so imagine the entire working book. with a production team and a writing group yeah so it's a whole other ex- it's a whole other thing and i think and i was one of those persons who was like oh the book is so much better than the movie Same. but yeah you kind of grow to understand that you're not one how i interpreted the book how i saw the book the feeling that i got from the book won't necessarily be the same for the screenwriter or for the the director it won't be the same and it won't capture every single detail that i thought was important within it and we just have to live with that uh one of my favorite uh i don't lose to say it's not really an adaptation it's more like a sequel to the books that happened last year was watchmen so it occurs in the oh, same So good. Oh my gosh, incredible. I think the only person from book club I've spoken to about it so far is Jessica. I don't know if anybody I'm just really else. glad that Regina King is getting the love that she deserves. Yeah, but there's not going to be a season two. Oh, damn. Um, I haven't watched it. It's really good. Oh, I to. It happens oh, in the same world as the book, um, but it's not an adaptation of the book. It's a sequel to it, and it's very much That's interesting. Uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that. And I love that approach. <laughs> uh, but also, there are many, uh, I guess you'd call them holes in, in the book, or just things that are unknown. You just make assumptions about it that the writers for the TV series have Phil? decided to not just fill, but used to address very topical issues and mm-hmm. one of my favorite things about the tv show and i really want to rewatch it because it was just so brilliantly done is at every point that you think you know what the tv show is about it completely switches Ooh. and i imagine it's frustrating for oh, a lot yeah. of people <laughs> <laughs> 
Because at first you're watching it and you're like, oh yeah, it's about this, that's where it's going to go. And then you end this, the episode and you're like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> wait, that reminds um, me of Knives Out. Did you guys watch no, it? I no, I want to though. It's, it's really good. But then every time I thought I knew the, who the killer was, it was just like, it, I was surprised who the killer was. Oh, I yeah, <laughs> like I think also writers assume that oh because it's this genre this is exactly what's going to go. Yeah, it was not predictable. Yeah. See, this is why about time is my favorite rom com. Same. It's my favorite. It doesn't follow the script. It doesn't follow the script at all, and it threw it threw in a very surprise element that I didn't expect. And. And if you was, haven't seen about ten, you need to watch. Is it on Netflix or something? That it should be. Original? No, it's not on Netflix. It's not. Oh, no. sorry. I. It's not on Netflix. I have a VPN. Oh, white people. Oh, it's white. I actually oh. watched it. It's been out for years. It came out in two thousand and something. Like <laughs> oh, wow, two thousand like two thousand and four or five. Okay. Time, so. Well, I'll check it out. I haven't. I actually wow, didn't care about it. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. I think well, that was the movie that made me really understand that certain genres aren't as cut and dry as you expect them to be. It also and that made it can me, be better. <laughs> it also made me understand that sci-fi, um, also mystery, but not in this case, but sci-fi can just be a vehicle for another type mm-hmm. of genre, whereas it's very much a sci-fi movie. There's time travel. Yeah. But it's Ooh. romance. What are you talking about? The same movie about, about time. time. It's sci-fi. Yeah. I thought it was rom-com. It, it is. is a oh, it's all okay. <laughs> It's really it's good. It's a rom-com with time travel. Okay. And it's like one of the best love stories it's ever. Most adorable it's thing. adorable. I love it. Even and it, it's, it's not. Love it. <laughs> And it's not adorable in the center. It's not like, cheesy. It's not cheesy. It's not predictable. And I am going to Google now if it's a <laughs> book. I don't think it was. If it's not a book, then it's a very. It says film in it, so it might have been a book. Let's see. But yeah, it's just really good. Okay, no, it, it wasn't that adaptation. So imagine someone thought of that. <laughs> someone sat down and went, hmm, rom com, but make it sci fi. Great. It's really you should watch it, Ashley. I think I'm, gonna, like it. I'm gonna watch it. Don't bootleg. <laughs> One of the, the the movies that's coming out this year that I am interested. Well, I don't think it's a movie. I think it's actually a TV series. Is Americana? Yeah, Lupita and Dana. Lupita Nyong'o. Pronouncing her name correctly. Is it Danae or Danae? Oh, I said Danae. Danae. Okay. I don't know if I'm saying it right. But I've always said Danae. <laughs> so yeah, I think she'll be producing it. Yeah, or something. Yeah, and Lupita will play Ifemelu. Ifemelu. We're not doing this again. Okay, guys. <laughs> We're not me. doing this again. <laughs> We're not. Make a video of you <laughs> saying Ifemelu. No. And, and tag Rebel Venlet. Okay? No. Because I want to know how you guys pronounce it. It's Ifemelu. It's not if. It's I. I'm, I'm excited to see how. <laughs> I'm excited to see how um, it's interpreted. We yeah, spoke about too. it in the first podcast. Who's gonna be Obinze? 
They, they, did I they, think um, they did cast uh, Zachary Momo, who is a uh, British Nigerian actor known for his role in the 2018 TV series Seven Seconds. Okay. Oh, I didn't watch that. That also has Regina King. Oh yeah, it does. Okay. But yeah, I'm excited for Americana. Um, Again, I cannot remember the exact details of that book, so I'm excited about when that happens. Like, I can't remember the book Mm -hmm. and the TV series is called Caught, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm just gonna watch it and then hope something (laughs) comes to mind and maybe read it. I also feel that way about Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste A. Um, is that the one where Kerry Washington will be in? Yes, I thought you were going to give me the plot for the book. Nope. I read it, I think, year before last, when it came out, because I saw it mm-hmm. everywhere and I thought it was very, I thought it was, it was not the type of book that I typically read. It's very much targeted at, I, I guess you could call it quote-unquote women's fiction kind of thing, very much the books that the publishers are targeting for housewives. But it seemed like a very interesting well, storyline. <laughs> you know when they do that stuff. Yeah, they do. I do. Um, it, it is one of Reese's book club picks. So I think I've seen. I think when Little Fires Everywhere was out, I've, I saw it a lot on Goodreads. Yeah, um, Instagram. I think I wanted to read. I might have put it on my um to be read. Want to read list, okay. but I don't think I was as interested. I got the book when we had done the. Um, Secret Santa thing mm-hmm. for a book club, and I'm really excited. I was really happy that I got it because it's one of those books I really wanted to read, but I didn't want to spend my own money on it. <laughs> um, but it was good, I enjoyed reading it. I actually don't remember a lot about the plot mm-hmm. now, but, but I remember, you enjoyed it. I remember enjoying <laughs> it, and I remember thinking, Oh, that's not how I saw this going. Mm-hmm. So I'm very interested to see the TV series, and I absolutely love Carrie Washington and that Bigalit Blonde. Lady whose name I'm really people are going to hate her. Just say her Reese Witherspoon. I love them both, but I love Kerry yeah. Washington, and I'm excited to get more from her. Just of Kerry Washington. Of her lip. Because you know she's going to the lip. She has to do the thing. Yeah. So um, I'm really excited about the gift gifts. I'm going to send both before I piss off people. Off. <laughs> uh, Kerry Washington because I have used up all of the scandal ones, so I need new ones. <laughs> I love her. She's just she's, she's great. I, I love she's her. Such a great actress. Despite the lip, I love the part of it. You're right. The lip is a part of it. I love her. I think um, I need to catch up on my pop culture because I never got into. Scandal. scandal. Where were you on Twitter during that time? I just we all like Twitter. Scandal <laughs> was revolutionary, and I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying that because of the content. Scandal started live. It started live tweeting. Yeah. Live and tweeting also, it was movie. the first one to get the the icon, the thing icon with the hashtag. Yeah. Shondaland Thursday night. Oh. Scandal was Grey's Anatomy scandal, and, and then, then it was to get how to get away tomorrow. Scandal was revolutionary. I, yeah, I've seen a few episodes, but I just never got into it. And I specifically remember I Scandal why. because I remember that after an episode one night, 
Beyonce dropped self-titled and the entire internet oh gosh mash up <laughs> we just we just finished and then everyone on the internet watched scandal and then, and then the Beyonce was like, we're like okay time to go to bed and so it's like, here. Beyonce said here <laughs> the entire the internet, internet like, whoa, 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 the internet whoa. stopped working <laughs> it just stopped it just stopped it was revolutionary um i was going to mention that i I don't know if I'm correct in saying this, but I think movie people love to turn YA books into movies. Of course. I think yeah. I've it's realized that. They sell two tickets. The parents <laughs> plus them bring it, like parents bringing them plus the kids. Mm-hmm. And you're not bringing your kid alone because the other parents want other to get rid of their kids. So they're like, here, them. take, take all of Yeah, because when, <laughs> like, when I was thinking of movies, that yeah. were, books that were turned into movies, oh. YA books kept coming to my head. So, so I had also a star. And the hate you give. I yeah. I tried. Yeah. I tried watching The Sun is Also a Star. I watched Sorry. it. I Yara. Yara Shahidi, she's but so this beautiful. is boring. Yeah, this you are a boring on screen person. She's smart, but she can't ask. She's boring. You know, she's boring. she needs she's boring. more. I fall asleep lessons. with her. I fall asleep. I like the movie posters. They were pretty. And the guy's face, <laughs> I'm sorry, but the main character, the guy, I don't like his face. I thought he was attractive. I can like, see how he's attractive, but I, his face makes me uncomfortable. He looks like handsome squid. Yes! yes! Handsome. Wow! Yes! It's a chiseled, yes! like his bone structure is just very pronounced. Yeah. I've never heard someone say handsome in my head, In my head, I saw the character being... You're too handsome, it's unattractive. Yes! That's thought, a thing, though. I thought he was a little... I thought the character would have been a little bit softer. Yeah, it has um, had more boyish charm. Yeah. I wonder what you guys have a cast in Sorry, you're, you're too handsome for this role. Yep. Gotta go. But, um... Did you guys watch I Hate You Give? I yeah. watched it. I watched it maybe two years after it came out. No, two years? When My mom watched it and she said that she cried and I'm just very confused. I, I, I'm what, it's one of those cases where I preferred the book because I remember finishing the book and really enjoying it. Um, and then watching it was a whole other thing because Amanda Stenberg is also boring. She is. She's also boring. What other what other um movies has has she been? She came in she was was in the Nazi Nazi love story (laughs) when hands touch or something like that. Um, oh, she, she was, was defending Hunger it. Games. She was defending. She was in yeah, she was in Hunger Games. But she didn't really have a, that big of a. a but party. people loved her from that. And yeah, I guess because she was the only black. And um, she cute. I mean, she was a cute Rudo. Yeah, I think she died very well. In yes. like you felt a lot when she died. Yes. So I think after that, people were like, "Oh God, we'd love this story. Yeah, Let's cover it everything." And then, it was and then she was in a lot of things, and it was like, "Man, girl, you bring literally nothing to the screen." Oh my God, I'm bored. Out of my mind, and she was boring as that. Oh, she was in everything, everything as well. Yeah, I, I she was read Oh yeah, I, I actually read everything. Remember everything. that? It, was it wasn't great. You preferred the sun is also star. Yeah. Just like that um, I preferred the sun is also star. I think I oh, liked that's, that's the you sun and is Nicole also star. Too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nicola or Nicole? Nicola. Nicola. Who now look at you and come back to Jamaica? But I really appreciate it. She did. Yeah, I I didn't read everything, everything. Um, but I really like the song is also a star. I remember I really like it. Thinking that 
if I could cast somebody for it, I'd put Ashley in it. I don't know why when I read this one, it's also a star <laughs> I saw Ashley. As yes, I remember you and Kimaro saying that uh, with the afro, yeah, and the headphones. She just kind of didn't seem really cool, and it was very much your, just the style that you oh, have. Oh, thank you. Um, I can't actually shit though. But I haven't read, I haven't watched rather The Hate You Give, and you don't, I don't, you don't need to waste your time. I think... Were there any good adaptations that you saw for YA books that you can think of? Um... But I would have read the books. Maybe oh, the fault is on Yeah, I was going to say that. Yes. I really liked that. I don't think... I don't, if I remember correctly, I couldn't finish it. Really? The movie? Or the, the movie and oh, the book. Oh, what? They were sad. Yeah. I, didn't, I remember I read The Fault is... The Fault in Our Stars. The, the night fault before in our stars. I had... Uh, I don't know, I had some physics exam the day, the next day, and I was up reading it until 5 a.m. And I was just like, this was a terrible life choice. Very because awful. I was in tears at, for multiple reasons. I didn't know what I was going to do on that exam. The book was sad. Really My life was just in a very sad place. But that was a good book, and I remember it's not so liking sad. the movie. You didn't like the movie? I guess also because maybe I would have projected a yeah. lot mm-hmm. of feelings onto that book after I read it. Like, and then no, you're not making me feel as sad as I read it. So like, I, I, I was getting ready to be like in a very sad space. I was watching that, I was like, what? And if we're bawling, I remember who said Karen always talks about watching that movie and crying and she remember going and trying to and she still had the ticket stubs. <laughs> like she kept it because she remember she was crying and I was just like really but I think I think stones. um it's understandable though because I'm gonna butcher her name but Shalene Shaleen Sheldane is it Sh- no Woolery Shaleen Woodley. Woodley. Woodley? I don't even know who you're talking about. The, the main character, the main character okay. the, the girl. She, I, I think she's a pretty good actress. I think she does. I don't know if I've seen her in enough things. She was in a, a series when she was she's pregnant, um, and I thought, okay, whatever. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but I thought she was good on that movie though. It. She I think she has. Yeah, but this sentimental effect. I was just expecting the ball. Translates. But I think I was just in a vulnerable space reading a book and family. <laughs> I was just about to ask Probably. you why you want to cry, but then I'm thinking to went. That's true. And I'm calling <laughs> myself out because I literally am excited to see the photograph with Lakeith Stanfield and Issa Rae that's coming out tomorrow. Oh. It's not going to hit. Yeah, it Valentine's yeah, Day. I'm going to watch it. It's not gonna Madison. come out in Jamaica tomorrow, but like I I mention it. it because I'm like I can't wait to go and see and that movie and cry. Yeah, in Caribbean. Same. Back same. Carib, just same. me a ball by good, myself. Good. <laughs> hey, we go on a Thursday night, it's usually empty. <laughs> going on the night that I get a discount. Discount. So <laughs> yes. Well, it's fine. I'm okay with publicly crying. Yeah. You gonna see these tears? That's fine. The, the only, the only emotion I deliberately avoid feeling is fear. So mm-hmm. I don't watch horror movies, and I very rarely read horror books. Oh yeah, no, I don't like horror movies. 
So I'll be a bit emotional. I'm very much thinking, oh, you know, there's nothing necessarily wrong with you. Mm -hmm. But once it comes to fear, nope, nope, nope. I remember the furthest I've gotten in now with a horror movies is just the opening sequence when they have the horror music playing. Nope. I'm just like, maybe I can watch this on mute. No, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I, I, fair is just the thing. So I don't watch horror movies. I can't. Really? I'm going I to mean, have a bad night. So even like all the Stephen King movies that yeah. come out. Nah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, I don't watch those movies that because they're just not interesting to me. But I do find that I'm afraid to watch horror movies too. Like <laughs> I watched Us by myself. That was scary to me. I don't care what anybody wants to say. That was scary. I found a scary, but um. There are certain things, so I like I like thrillers, but I don't like horrors. But I've realized that there's it's a blurred so much yes. that you can't find. A I, I try thriller. my hardest to do research without spoilers to say is this more of a thriller? Okay, just in case, I'm going to watch this on a Tuesday or a Monday in a packed theater where you know Jamaicans are going to give you so much commentary that it becomes it a will. comedy. <laughs> so when I watched. Uh, Get Out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's not a horror. That's a thriller. Yeah. But oh, even horror, the, the, the scary bits, scary, quote unquote, the racially scary bits of, <laughs> of that movie was just hilarious to me because I was in a theater with Jamaicans yeah. giving you comedy. Listen, I hate watching movies with Jamaica. I love it. I'm sorry. No, sometimes I hate them on the screen. Even no, they watch the video. I don't want to hear you. Clearly, I don't need to experience watching it. Because I can understand like one offhanded comment, but as soon as them get a from a crowd, it's so Shut like up. I won't watch Fast and Furious or like an action thing because no, no you'll have commentary straight yeah. through. But there are other things that I do enjoy having a Jamaican theatre experience in and it's something <laughs> I didn't realise that I enjoyed until I went to theatres with predominantly white audiences. And then they just quiet? For the whole damn <laughs> thing! Wow. And I talk in movies. I don't talk in movies when I'm at the theater because I'm very self-conscious. But if I'm watching it even by myself, I'll talk in movies. Okay, so and I like it. I, I never like watch it. movies I, I think with Jeraine. There's a movie night happening this week. That's so funny. But I, 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 I really said she's not going to be here though. So yeah, <laughs> maybe right. that's why. No, I didn't know. That's why
It was my fault though because I carried my mother to watch Bad Boys because she loves the series. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. It was my fault. You should have seen that coming. Yeah, but why know, is it your fault? Because I should have known that Jam one Jamaicans love Batman movement movies. Mm -hmm. Them love gun show. Them love fast cars. <laughs> Bad boys had all three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you tried to for that one. Yeah, that's funny. Like there were but did your mother enjoy it? Though? She loved great every that, minute of that's it. All that all matters. Yeah, your opinion, your experience does not matter. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. She had it. a wonderful time. Was she talking in it? Of course she was. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> what she does. <laughs> She's asking questions, even though it's right there in front of her. She had a wonderful time. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> that is cute. What books do you guys think need to become movies? It's already gonna become a movie or a series, but Freshwater. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you know every. Do you have alerts for when Aquatic Do y'all just not pay attention because they've been talking about it? They've been writing the screenplay. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, I did see that yeah. actually. Yeah. Wait, there's it's a network? Be, um, Which network? FX. Oh! Yeah, yeah. That actually, so that means it's that makes sense. No, I'm saying it actually do remember. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, I think I'd love to see Here Comes the Sun. I was gonna I'd love say to see that. How they do that. My only concern with that is if they could cast Jamaican actors. Yeah, but also how the actors are directed. I sometimes have a problem, I don't know, I feel a bit of awkwardness sometimes when I'm watching some Jamaican films. Because um, there's some awkward pauses, I think, that seem very unnatural in oh. conversations. Okay. Um, so that's a fair, but outside of that, I think I'd like to see how, um, what they do to a story like that, and especially because it has a queer woman in it. Yeah. Um, it would be good to see that on TV. Were you guys at the brunch that we did with Nicole? I was not. Um, at Tea Tree? Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to remember. I don't remember mm -hmm. you guys being there. there. I wasn't there. Um, it was one of the questions had asked. Uh, this was the first time the book club has... We, we bother Nicole a lot. <laughs> um, but she had she brunch with us and I had asked the question if Here Comes the Sun could have been adapted. She'd be interested in And she had... Although I think Savannah has aged out of it a bit. <laughs> she wanted Savannah to play... What's her name? Tandy. Margot. Tandy. Really? Yeah. And she wanted... Yeah, Michelle she would be perfect. Yeah, she wanted Michelle to direct it. And, um, Who would play Margot? I, I don't remember what she said, but I remember Thandi and I guess we could ask her. Nice. Um, but I know she would like to see that, and I think that would be amazing, even if it's just a section of mm. the book. I, I think it'd be great. And I, I like knowing that I'm seeing a lot of Jamaican filmmakers who are kind of inching their way to doing more book adaptations mm -hmm. or have started getting the rights for book adaptations. So I know Marlon James' Jack Crow Devil has been optioned oh, wow. so for by Jamaican. Two of his books being turned into... Yeah, because mm -hmm. um, Brief History, yeah. Melina Sumsum is... Matsuka yeah, she's like supposed to be the director. Mm -hmm. Well, I read that. It's going to be on HBO. Ooh! Yeah. I, I mean, I the option is, have they actually oh, okay. said... Oh, 
I feel like I've seen where it's gonna be a thing. Um, I don't know if that's changed. Yeah, I I read. I remember reading about mm. it uh, like a few years ago, though. Like and hearing those rumors. But no, I think it, I'm sure I read something maybe as late as last year. Oh, okay, cool. Or really last year. Um, so what about you, Jerry? What was I'd want to mm -hmm. say? It's weird to me that I picked this. Yeah, I, I, I picked this topic and I actually haven't thought about what books I'd want to see as a movie. Alright, so I'm going to skip. Ashley, go. I Weirdly, Annie John came to mind. Ooh. Like, I would love a coming of age Caribbean. No, she was a Jamaican. Yeah, she was. No, it she was, was a Jamaican. Antigua. Yeah. 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 But I feel like that would that would be so that should cool. be interesting. I remember Annie John being so transformative for me. Me too. Um, especially, I remember so vividly that scene where her and her friends were touching each other's boobs. That would be so no, excellent. I don't understand how Jamaica Kincaid came out and said that that book was not queer. I find really? it so I thought, weird. I mean, I know I'm just like, like oh. I know you. It's, like it's so that. interesting to me because she so came out and said that. Yeah. Because her exploration, for me, if I remember correctly, her exploration didn't seem just out of curiosity. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just so interesting to me how many women I know who saw it as being yeah <laughs> so again, but again you release your art into the, the world Beyond book yeah, when you were reading it you release your art into the world and mm -hmm. people interpret people have their own yeah. and I'm hoping that if they do do an adaptation that's just I didn't see any as anything else so I'm looking through the book I'm going to choose from a book that we've read previously and this is a bit experimental but I would actually like to see the Warson Charles collection teaching my mother how to give birth adapted into a mini series or something, but I think mm -hmm. some sort of film adaptation of that. It's obviously not one consistent story because yeah. it's mm -hmm. a collection of poetry. Yeah. But I would love to see some sort of film adaptation to it because I'm thinking and what really made me start thinking about poetry and the visuals of it is of course well Lemonade. not of course Lemonade. <laughs> but just seeing what that the way they interpreted yeah. her poetry into mm -hmm. something visual I thought was such an interesting way of storytelling and I it's agree. very different from if obviously you're going to take a play or you're going mm -hmm. to do a novel I think I poetry adaptations would be um, amazing I know Tyler, Tyler Perry tried mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. for colored girls, for colored girls. Mm -hmm. I mean, outside of his direction, because for the most part, um, her poetry was used as yeah. the dialogue. So, with a much better director, um, <laughs> the same sort of concept where the the poetry remains intact mm -hmm. instead of creating another script, creating a script around it, could also potentially work. Yeah, um, I forget the name of this book, but I've been recommending it. Recommending that we read it and oh no, it will not take me on. Um, God, I don't remember the name of it, but it's like set in Barbados and it's a coming of oh, the, two, uh, the two sisters. Mo wants in that book. <laughs> <laughs> That's the book I want to see. 
while during searches. Yes. I think another good one could be Akata Witch. Ooh, um, but isn't that going to be an acid? It? No. Or is that another book? Another book? Is it another Binti? book? Is it Binti? No. Um, it's something like some hair. You know, I took up a book. But yeah, Akata, Akata, which could be cool. Oh, isn't um, what's her face with the bird hill? Yes, a stars, star side of bird hill <laughs> by Naomi Jackson. That that book is amazing, and honestly, still trying for us to read that book at some point. But uh, the characters, That's I mean, a good for a traveling book. Yeah, that could be cool. I forget, to see, um, I forget everything about the plot, but uh, I just remember really liking it. How long ago it. did you read it? Maybe about three long years time. ago. From the book club start. From the book club start. I'm like, guys, this this book. You're like, yeah, sure. Anyway. <laughs> but um, I really like that book. I think it's a nice exploration in, like, again, Caribbean womanhood and... um. It talks about, uh, it, it discusses issues with immigration as well, um, because I know that the two sisters, they came down to Barbados to be with their grandmother for the summer, and their mother lives abroad, and they live with her, but they don't really have that relationship because, you know, she they migrated to get a better life, and mm -hmm. they just don't have that quality time to spend with each other. And uh, you just realize how many people have a similar story and uh, how many people who, you know, like summertime you see your foreign cousins and they're mm -hmm. just, there's this air of difference, <laughs> especially the first couple of days you have mm -hmm. to try and like thought and then, you know, by the end of the summer, you're best your of best friends, days. but you've experienced so much in that, that, mm -hmm. that time period and the same thing happened with the two sisters who I can't remember their names, but uh, I won't give you any, any spoilers. But um, it's a good book, and I think it would make a good series. Maybe like a, um, maybe not Netflix, but Amazon. Not Netflix. I don't think Netflix makes good movies. Series. I feel like it's a great hit and miss with Netflix. Like yeah, for when it hits, it's like one oh, in one out of fifty. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think I they all, used to, but they're all no. so empty to me. Mm. You know who I'd want to see write something for TV? Olive Senior. Ooh. How is Olive Senior so talented? I don't I think don't we've know. actually quite explored that. I think anyone be an episode. Everyone goes gardening in the tropics because he read it for seasick. Mm -hmm. And then everyone, I don't know anyone who's really. Oh, well, Cape. Or yeah, not Cape. Cape. Sorry. CXC. Yeah. I feel like I read her before that. Though. Maybe he did, but gardening in the tropics was Cape. Well, colonial girls. That's seasick. That was in a collection. Yeah. That book. Yet it fucking stands yeah. out to everyone. Yeah. Why yeah. does everyone remember? I, I don't just everyone who has read her work and actually pay attention in literature class mm -hmm. her work has had an impact and yet yep. I don't think we give her as much recognition as she Olive deserves Senior. and that is just poetry Olive Senior also writes children's books, mm -hmm. she writes history books I call her a historian on Twitter and she's like Doreen that's, that's such a big title and I'm like because you deserve it you were <laughs> researching excellent. and documenting so many things that mm -hmm. even people who 
Well, she did she do that book? Um, was it the book of Jamaican names or something like that? I should have done Encyclopedia of Jamaica. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Brilliant book, which is now out of print and I'm upset about it. Oh wow, I would have liked to have read it. I don't think I read I don't it. understand how she hasn't had more awards. And I really And thought... not getting as much recognition in the Jamaican literary scene, which is weird Strange. to me. Strange. Um, All I've seen is a revolution. And I don't know if it's that she doesn't... Because I feel like everyone respects her. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand. I don't know. I don't understand why she isn't as celebrated mm -hmm. as she should be. Because everyone wants to say Olive Senior Diablo. Colonial yeah. girls. Mm -hmm. People who never passed or never did C-Sec literature know her. Or at least know of that poem. Mm -hmm. People who read a lot are very involved in the Jamaican literature scene know the work that she's done. Yeah, I don't think she gets as much celebration as she deserves. And we were talking about her just yesterday on Twitter. She was mentioned and um, it was in the same vein of just her being so instrumental in shaping our thoughts and um, shaping our perspective on Jamaica. Not just Jamaica, but the global world the global world <laughs> and um jamaica in the context of um global politics and history and um she focuses like she finds so much story about jamaica in things that we would not have expected in papa in um birds in parrots it's amazing how much she can pull out of these things that we probably think are insignificant or just not worth paying attention but somehow she finds some way to explain Jamaican folklore, Jamaican um, history. I was reading, is it Shell? No, 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 no. It's another one. Anyway, um, she was talking about parrots and how you call a parrot and it's very clear that it's a very Jamaican way of calling parrots. Okay. Um, yes, here it is. Over the roofs of the world, right? Um, that first poem, or one of the first poems about parrots. And it was just, it was so mind-blowing to me because me I say, this is absolutely a Jamaican oh, thing to do. The secret of capturing a parrot? Yes. <laughs> it's such a Jamaican way, like she pulls out so much from it and people need fear. Uh, when we had her for a reading, she said she was she's been working for a very long time on a story about Tainos because I know she has done yeah. a lot in terms of just documenting Tainos in Jamaica. And honestly, can we at least like I know we don't throw any money into our literature or mm -hmm. awarding our writers per se, but throw all the support and all these medals and excellence and whatever on her because she deserves it she she has done so much in terms of documenting our culture yeah. documenting our work documenting mm -hmm. her language and i don't think she celebrated as she much not. so i would definitely love to, i think her poems could be interesting for a series yeah. i think a web series would be cool based on one of her i'm thinking i'll get into um as much as again it's one of the most popular just i think gardening in the tropics and I'm mentioning because everybody knows it. Um, I could see that. I could envi envision that being a series, uh, pulling out like three movies out of one poem. It's 
she has a lot in them like i i posted a video of me scrolling through my um gardening in the tropics and it was just notes upon notes upon notes of course we get a little overboard in literature class when we're taking notes but <laughs> but um it just speaks to the fact that she gave us a lot to think about even in the smallest of ways in yeah. her use of words um and again just using things that we believe are insignificant to demonstrate how integral they are to jamaican culture to jamaican history to just who we are as a people and when i realized that her poems are really history like they're as jerrine said they've documented so much of who we are as a people she ain't getting the buzz she deserves. Uh, I think another writer, another writer who doesn't get as much recognition, and I'm glad that her book has been optioned for film, is Escape to Last Man Peak by Jean Lacosta. That's um, not a movie. It's, it's going, going to be. To be. Oh. <laughs> it sounds very um familiar. You probably read the book. No, or you probably saw it. Um, mm -hmm. So it came out in the 70s and it's about 10 orphans who are journeying across Jamaica during a pneumonia epidemic. Mm. Um, but it's sci-fi, it's really good. I remember reading, I barely remember reading it years ago, <laughs> um, but I saw that Tanya Batson Savage optioned it for film and also Annalisa Chapman. And I'm really excited to see where it goes, just seeing that adaptation mm -hmm. from a sci-fi Jamaican book. Yeah onto screen and Jean Costa does not get as much recognition as she deserves. I, actually, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I was just about to say maybe Jamaican writers don't get as much recognition as they deserve. But no, I've, I've seen yeah. where a lot of them do and mm. I think Olive Seen and Jean Costa definitely do need to get more. Yeah, yeah. Especially Olive Seen. I, I, <laughs> I guess that's because I know her. I don't know Jean Costa. Maybe we can read it. We should. Because I don't, I don't think we read also sci-fi books. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And I think also people may have seen it. I absolutely think they need to do a new cover art because <laughs> what is this? Let's see. Longman publisher. Alright, but this That is very high school. It's very high school it's textbook. So high this is first summer literature. Yep. Sunson Johnson. My yeah. <laughs> a call called boy. <laughs> They really need to understand that people do buy books based on the cover. Because of the cover. We need nice covers. I will buy this, read it, and give it to her because I don't mm. want to look at this. Exactly. Now we have a lot of Jamaican creatives who can do a wonderful job. So many job. designers who can do something. An excellent job. So, so that um, done. I, I hope I hope Tanya over by Blue Banyan decides to republish this or gets the ability to do that because <laughs> I she does amazing cover designs. I'm and also read movies. So yeah. I'm gonna get it and read it. Maybe I'll Kindle. I don't know if there's a Kindle version, but if there is, you can <laughs> let me know. I want to get more into poetry, man. Like, I don't know why I feel so uncultured because I don't. What does that word mean? I just, uh, I just feel like I'm supposed to. You're lowbrow. Yes, I'm, You're supposed I'm supposed to be into poetry, and it just doesn't grab me the way that. I don't know. Oh, I mean, no, but then there's there's poetry that I like. Like I loved um I love Warshan. Did you start this off by saying read what you like or read what you feel like? Read what you feel like. Yellow your choice. But yes, um, 
I'm gonna give Play Channel a try. Is yeah. all I'm saying. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah. And I think, which is, I think as long as you find, if you can find, if you can find a poet that you love, just read them work. And done. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't like Caribbean literature. Shock, shock, shock. Until fourth form when I read Kai Miller and I was just like, Holy what shit. was the first Kai Miller? Kai Miller. Yeah, uh, Fear of Stones. Um, oh, it was his first yeah. book, um, short story collection, which I have bought and loaned out a billion times. And I'm just going to probably just stop lending out certain books um, that I really love. But I that to me rippled into a lot of the literature that I read now, so my understanding of Caribbean mm -hmm. literature. And it, that was a very much modern. And at the time, he wasn't as popular. Um, definitely not as popular as he is now. And it was just like, yeah, I like this guy. I like this author that mm -hmm. no one's talking about as yet. Or no one's talking about. And that's fine. That, that's just what I like. Yeah. So find a poet that you like and do it. For me, that poet was also kind of But still. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I didn't start loving Caribbean literature until Jamaica Kincaid and John. I read Annie John a bit later, actually. When so. we read My Father, Son, Son, Johnson, that never really... Becca Lam? Mm -hmm. No, Becca Lam was fourth form. Oh. Annie John was third. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And I loved Annie John. Actually, I'm going to reread it. I'm going to reread it now with older eyes. Annie John is good. And I also reread Becca Lam. And, and I still like it. I need it. to reread Becca Lam. Because I remember not loving it. I like never it. read it. Really? It's it's based it feel like in Belize. Yeah. 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 About a, a girl and her family in Belize. Was somebody pregnant in in the book? Probably. Someone's always pregnant. <laughs> exactly. I think it was Becca's friend. Anyway. Oh my god, yes. Teenage pregnancy. <laughs> Everything's a lesson. I just remember Wait, was it a lesson type of No. no I don't remember. recall it being like that, no. Um were we tested on that? I, I, I probably didn't write the essay on that though. You know what I remember the most about Becca Lam? And this is why it's so important to have uh, authors that come from, you know, like your geographical space. Because I remember her, the author, I don't remember the name of the author, but she was describing um, Bogan Villas. And I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> I know what a Bogan Villa is. I remember that and being a huge theme. Tubes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? I remember that being a huge theme in the book, right? The Bogan Villas. Yeah, the Bogan Villas was a huge theme. That's true. I don't think I give a shit about that book. I really like that book for some reason. Right. I'm going to wrap this up by talking about a literature student who has just written well she's not just written but she has just finished filming her first movie it's called Cherry Town uh, I know about her because I would have met her in a writing workshop not that I was a writer it's just anyways <laughs> so she would have been writing the script and working on it and just wrapped it up and I'm really excited about that uh, if I remember clearly the script is about a queer, I don't know if she's a lesbian or if she's bisexual, um, politician 
based in a fictional town Ooh. in Kingston, Trade Town, and it's a political thriller. Ooh. So I'm Ooh. very excited to see what that it's going to look like. So and nice. they just finished filming, and yeah. you guys can follow so them nice. on Instagram, Trade Town the movie. I read the script in its earlier stages and it was amazing and I know that I should have kept on working on it as time went on so I'm very excited to see how the movie is going to turn out and I'm definitely going to be pushing that hard in terms of just my spaces of people saying yeah look out for this movie it's coming out and yeah and based on who I see working on the production team I'm expecting it to be a very good yeah, it's going to be a short film and then it's going to be turned into a full feature so Ooh. oh wow yeah. pick up yourself yeah sounds really good she's a literature she's currently a literature student she just graduated wow that's crazy that's yeah, so big of Latte Williams who does not post enough about herself and her accomplishments um but she did a feature in the Glino on Sunday I guess I'll link it at some point in social media really proud of the work that she's done and she is just an incredible writer and I'm looking forward to seeing the work that she's doing because I don't think writing film or writing for film was something that she would have necessarily predicted mm -hmm. would have happened so yeah that is my Jamaican writer who needs more attention who is young and is relatively unheard of yes okay. And with that, I don't know, how do I wrap this up again? Uh, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. So reading the confessions of Franny Lampon right now. And if you're hearing this, you probably don't have many days until book club. So you really should just grab that. Um, whether it's on Kindle or you can borrow it from the Rebel Woman Library. Um, reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter to see if you can get a copy of the book. Uh, sometimes people lend their books if they're finished with it early, which is what I'm doing. Uh, so reach out and read the book, come to book club, join us next episode where we'll be talking about the book itself, The Confessions of Franny Langton, and join book club, whether it's online or in Kingston, Montego Bay, or Mandeville. And with that, please... If you haven't already subscribed, I don't know how you got this far in the conversation and decided you're not going to subscribe. You're obviously addicted to it. Just subscribe already. And share it on social media. Share it with your bookish friends. Share it with your friends who loved reading in high school but never really got back around to it. And yeah. You guys have anything else to say? No. <laughs> Are you pulling us now? Yes, I am. Go read Olive Senior. Read all the same, yeah. Read more books. And you can tell us um, what books you'd like to see adapted into either a web series or a normal series. series or a movie. <laughs> yeah. What book would you want to see on Netflix or wherever you stream? I think I trust Hulu more. Really? Series, yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure, so just uh, at us on Twitter with your responses. Thank you for giving me more work, Ashley. <laughs> right. And remember to tell us how you pronounce Ifemelu because yes, this is serious. Okay. <laughs> this is now a challenge. How do you pronounce it? Maybe it's I. I am so looking forward to it's this TV series coming out so we know who I'm going to be so upset if it's I. I'm going to be really upset. 
All right, well guys, thanks so much for listening and see you at book club. Bye. Mm -hmm. You just Christina says bye as well, but... Oh! <laughs> <laughs>